Good evening and thank you for watching our podcast. Today we're going to talk about bullying in the urban public schools around. So what is bullying? Bullying is unwanted aggressive behavior among school-age children that involves a real or perceived power imbalance. Now this can happen with kids and also this can happen with adults. But we're going to focus on more in the school settings. So... We have three types of bullying. We have verbal bullying, social bullying, and physical bullying. Verbal bullying is saying or writing mean things. So that could be teasing, name calling, inappropriate sexual comments, threatening to cause harm. Social bullying, uh, sometimes referred as relation bullying, involves hurting someone's reputation and relationships. So this could mean leaving someone out on purpose, telling other children not to be friends with someone, spreading rumors about someone, embracing someone in public. Physical bullying, we see this a lot, involves in hurting a person's body or position. Sorry, possession. This could be hitting, kicking, pinching, spitting on someone, tripping, pushing, um, making mean or rude gestures. We see this a lot in urban schools with a lot of kids fighting, using their anger to fight. So we need to, as people, as educators, stop bullying as we speak now. Sometimes bullying is overlooked at when it should really be something that we should focus on. Also, October is National Bullying Prevention Month. I think as us as educators should focus more on bullying in that month and really talk to our students on bullying and how bad this really is. School is supposed to be a safe place for children. So if they're being bullied or harmed in any way, we need to put a stop to it. Everyone has heard of or been a part of a bullying case or situation throughout their lifetime. The reasons for being bullied reported most often by students include physical appearance, race and ethnicity, gender, disability, religion, and sexual orientation. Bullying has become way too prevalent over the years, especially in a school setting. Whether students are victims of physical bullying or cyberbullying, these cases are way too high. Kids should be able to come to school feeling happy and safe. They should not have to come to school ready to battle for their life every day. With that being said, I have found a few different graphs and sources that have shown the increase in bullying over the past 10 years. Luckily, not all of these numbers have increased dramatically, but sadly they have still increased. One out of every five students reported being bullied. 41% of these students who reported being bullied at school indicated that they think the bullying would happen again. Of those students who reported being bullied, 13% were made fun of, called names, or insulted. 13% were the subject of the rumors. 5% were pushed, shoved, tripped, or spit on. 5% were excluded from activities on purpose. Reports of cyberbullying are highest 
among middle school students, followed by high school students, and then primary students. The percentages of individuals who have experienced cyberbullying at some point in their lifetimes have more than doubled since 2007 to 2019. I truly believe this is because the advancement and availability in technology has increased tremendously over the years. 17.4% of students said that they were a target of cyberbullying in 2019, compared to 16.5% in 2016. 6.3% said that they cyberbullied others in 2019 compared to 5.5% in 2016. In 2019, over half, 52.3% of students, said that they had been bullied at school in the last 30 days, compared to 38% in 2016. The number reported for those who said that they had bullied others at least once in their lifetime did increase from 40% to 31.6% over the years. Higher percentages of students of two or more races, black students and white students, 23% each, then a Hispanic student, 16%, and Asian students, 7%, reported being bullied at school during the school year in 2017. The percentages of students who reported being bullied were the subject of rumors and being made fun of, called names or insulted, were both higher for black students and white students than for Hispanic students and Asian students. As a future educator, these statistics are extremely alarming. There are so many innocent lives being ruined or even ended over bullying cases. Something needs to be done in order for these numbers to decrease and hopefully one day vanish. There are many ways teachers and administrators can spot out signs of bullying. Some signs a child is being bullied are unexplainable injuries, lost or destroyed clothing, books, electronics or jewelry, frequent headaches, stomach aches, feeling sick or faking an illness, eating habits like binging or suddenly skipping meals, difficulty sleeping or frequent nightmares, a decreased interest in school or declining grades, feelings of helplessness or a decrease in self-esteem, self-destructive behaviors such as running away or harming themselves, also suicide. Some signs of a child who's being the bully are increased aggressive behaviors, physical or verbal fights, worry about their reputation or popularity, blaming others for their problems, getting sent to the principal's office or detention frequently, and unexplained extra money or new belongings. One thing to keep in mind 
is that not every child with the symptoms or signs being part of bullying or being being bullied is necessarily true. Just like normal health conditions, the more signs you have, the more likely bullying is happening. Just like any other traumatic scenario, there are short-term and long-term effects of being bullied. Short-term effects on the victim include symptoms of depression, symptoms of anxiety, low self-esteem, sleep disturbance or having constant trouble sleeping, feelings of shame, and psychosomatic symptoms like stomach aches, headaches, muscle aches, or other medical complaints with no known medical cause. Long-term effects on the victim could include chronic depression, anxiety disorders, post-traumatic stress disorder, or also known as PTSD, difficulty remaining and establishing relationships with others, substance abuse, and a higher risk of having suicidal thoughts or any other thoughts of suicide. All of these signs and symptoms are important, and by keeping an eye on the students, we as future educators can prevent more children experiencing this in silence. Unfortunately, bullying is very common, and it is one of our duties to make a stop to this before it is too late. Thank you, Danielle and Shelby, for sharing that wonderful information. Now that you have heard how bullying has been increasing and decreasing over the years and how much bullying has an impact on your body, which is not healthy, what can we as educators do to prevent bullying? The best way to address bullying is to stop it before it starts. They should always be taught positive communication school skills, us as educators and us as students to teach our students to have positive communication skills towards one another. Internet and library resources should be monitored at all times while students is working on work. This can prevent students from going on any website or anything that they're not supposed to be on. Also, presentations um, in class. Like I said, um, October is Bullying Prevention Month. I feel like we should take that time to really talk to our students about bullying and how bad it is and what it can do to your body and how harmful it is. Um, also discuss about bullying. We should be doing that on an everyday basis. Educators, once we see bullying, we stop the bully. Also, we can do workshops in class like creative writing. People can write poems. Also, we can have students come up and speak if they feel comfortable about when they were bullied. That will give people a visual and see that bullying can happen to anybody and it's happening all around and it's not okay. School should be a safe place for our students, not a place where they want to feel sad, feel alone, feel by themselves. Us as educators should always be having staff meetings, uh, one-on-one day training, also to help 
monitor the behavior that is happening amongst our students. Us as educators cannot do this alone. Parents, you have to step up. If bullying is happening and your child comes home to you and tells you that they're being bullied, you need to contact us immediately because we always don't see everything we always don't know. So with the help of the parents can also help when they come to school, we can address the situation in a positive manner. Thank you all for listening to our bullying podcast. I hope you got amazing information. Like I said, once you see a bully, stop the bullying. School is supposed to be a safe place for our children and our children should not feel alone. Thank you.